Well, good day, good afternoon, good morning, good night, uh, depending on what, uh, where you are in the world, what part of the world you're in. This is uh, Kino Hano, and this is the Godliness with Contentment podcast. We are here to have a conversation about how to win with money from the Bible's perspective. To stay out of any legal trouble, I must say that the content of this podcast is informational in nature. If you need professional advice, please consult your lawyer, financial advisor, or accountant. This is Godliness with Contentment, Episode 10. So today is actually December 3rd in the year 2022. And um, you may not know, but I'm about to tell you this is actually my anniversary. So this is 22 years of being married to my wife, Pam. And um, as you may be thinking, yeah, she's a pretty good woman to stay married to uh, to me for that long. But just want to give God thanks and uh, as we kick this one off. So the scripture of the day is found in Deuteronomy 15 and 6a. For the Lord your God will bless you as he has promised and will lend Sorry, and you will lend to many nations, but will borrow from none. So as the Israelites were preparing to go into the promised land, God's promise to them was that if they obeyed him, he would bless them. And that because of this, there'd be no poor people among them. Well, this is actually what it says, you know, in verse four. So if you read from one to one to five, you'll see what I'm talking about. But verse six was our text for today. Verse 6, it tells us that if they obeyed, that they will lend to many nations, but borrow from none. Now, the way I see it, and, and you know what I believe, is that for believers, followers of God, God's desire is that we get out of debt so that We are in a position to lend and give and not borrow. I do not believe that God wants us to be in that borrowing state, but instead to be in the state where we can give to others and or we can lend to others. Now, truth be told, when we are in debt and sometimes badly in debt, we cannot give or lend to others. Right? And so that's how I think about it practically. And so I've kind of read through the Bible a couple of times, back, forward, etc. And but even as I did a study on looking for that keyword debt throughout the scriptures, there was no place that I saw where God told his people go and borrow money or get into debt. But, like here, he would say that he would put them in a position where they can lend, where they can give, right? He would bless them so they could be a blessing. So this concept of debt for believers is not something that God intended, right? If you, if you can understand what I'm saying. Now, but sometimes we get ourselves in that predicament, right? And... Sometimes it's so bad where the money that comes in from our salaries is already promised, 
<laughs> right? It's promised to the bank, it's promised to the credit card uh, company, it's promised to the payday lender, God forbid. It, it's promised to the family member. In many cases, we are working to pay bills and debt until the next payday when we will do the same thing all over again. And a lot of times, right, the ends don't meet. So imagine having a belt that's not yours. You borrowed someone's belt, but it's too, it's too short. It doesn't meet. You can't buckle it. That's how some of us are living. We live in paycheck to paycheck. And our bills and debt are more than what we bring it in to the household income. We make less than we need. Thus, we borrow more to meet the shortfall. So this state that I'm describing is nowhere in the Bible that this is how Christians should live. But because of what we've done, right? We've done stupid with money and I've done quite a bit stupid with money as well. So we get ourselves in this, in this predicament, right? Last week, I talked about budgeting when it comes to the grocery store. Budgeting is key when we're trying to get out of debt. You need to budget at the grocery store, right? You have a grocery store budget, but you have an overall budget that has to do with everything, right? It, it'll show you where what's coming in, and it'll also show you what's going out. And at the end of the day, that should be zero, right? If you subtract what comes in, and you subtract what goes out from it. Now, I say zero because there should be a line item in there for savings, right? And so you're actually saving some money, but income minus what goes out should be zero, right? That's a, a zero-based budget. That's one type of budget. That's the one that, that we go by. But when you don't budget, let me tell you what can happen. So... You lose track of your spending, and you spend more than you should in some areas. You waste money and ask, where in the world did it all go? You cannot save because you're spending too much. You get into debt because you're spending more than your income can handle. And then your dreams get farther and farther away. Now, if this is you, you need to break this cycle. Now, before I get into breaking that cycle, which is extremely important, earlier today, I was actually reminded about a song, right, called The Hole. And this is a song by um, country musician Randy Travis. You may know it. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm a country guy, so especially 90s country, right? So the chorus of the song goes like this. I'm not going to sing it. I'm going to talk it. <laughs> deeper and deeper he goes down. He's going down, driving his future right into the ground. He thinks he's closer the further he goes, but he's still on the bottom, and he can dig out of the hole. I think I messed that one up. But this is kind of what happens to us when we are in debt, and we believe that getting into more debt will fix the problem. Now, I've been there. Right? And at that time, Palm and I believed that debt would fix it. So we got into more debt. Sadly, it didn't work. Now, by God's grace, uh, you know, we're not there right now, right? We've 
uh, paid off all our consumer debt. Right now, we're just working on getting a mortgage out of it, right? That's the last, that's the big chunk that we got to uh, finish up. So I'm, I'm grateful for that. But in our personal lives, debt can be a deceiver, right? It promises breathing room, freedom, leverage. And instead, we get a shovel that we use to dig a deeper hole and we can't dig out of the hole. So typically, I accept mortgage debt as an exception to this rule when the payments are no more than a quarter of your take-home pay. You need shelter, right? You got to live somewhere. And with a mortgage, you are, um, you're getting equity and depreciation. So there's, there are benefits to having that versus just renting, right? And then one day, by God's grace, you, you pay it off. It's yours. You don't have to pay um, mortgage. You don't have to pay rent. You still got to pay stuff around the house. Things break. You fix them, etc. But that's normally our biggest outgoing expense each month is our mortgage. So we need shelter. It makes sense to have a mortgage, right, because of the benefits. But that's my exception to this debt stuff, right? So the credit card, the personal loans, the car loans, the payday loans, et cetera, et cetera, we need to get rid of them. Now, last week, something happened, right? We had two of the biggest spending days of the year, and that is Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Now, what I'm hoping as I record this is that you did not overdo it. Okay, you didn't overdo it on the day after Thanksgiving and you didn't overdo it on Cyber Monday. Now, something else happened on the Tuesday. They call it Giving Tuesday, right? I'm not going to get on to you about Giving Tuesday, right? Normally, we spend our money on the Friday and the Monday. Then we have very little to give on Tuesday. But for far too many of us, chances are, Plastic reigned supreme last week. You may purchase things you don't need because they were on sale, right? And I say on sale in quotes. Perhaps you bought things so you could impress people who don't really care. You may have purchased things because everybody else was purchasing, right? Your, your friends, your, your cousins were like, hey, I'm going to buy this. It's on sale. And you say, hey, I'm going to buy it too. Perhaps you bought things you wanted, not needed. That's normally what we do during times like that. And when we have that plastic, right, we, we, we use it and we think about it later, right? And so, um, you know, other people talk about what happens when we use plastic versus cash. I prefer using cash because I feel that, right? When the money leaves my hand, I know that money left my hand. When we use the plastic, especially like on the internet, we still have the plastic, right? Nothing left. We still have it in our hands. But we need to be so careful as we think about plastic, but also getting into more debt. Now, if the plastic is a debit card, you feel that, right? Because you know you look on your bank account and the money is gone. So, but now, let's say you've done this, right? Let's say you've spent the money on Black Friday and Cyber Monday and you've used a, a credit card, right? So you've 
racked up some more debt. So now what do you do? Well, you have a choice. You could go and pay off the credit card, right, as soon as you can. Or you could do what some people normally do, which is just pay the minimum payments for the next 20 years. <laughs> and, you know, and I like, ah, I scream. But no, we got to stop this, right? We can't continue to live this way. This is not how God wants you to live. Now, going into 2023, let's think eliminate. Let's think eliminate debt. There's another word that, that comes up sometimes when we think about debt, and it's consolidate. And that's what the banks tell us, right? That's what these guys say. Hey, consolidate, and your payments will be smaller. But what happens? You stay in debt longer. That's their plan. But I ask you, what is your plan? Getting out of debt is not easy. I'm not saying it is, right? I know that we worked hard to get where we are. We're still not totally out. But imagine the day when you are debt-free. Imagine the freedom. All the hard work and sacrifice would have been worth it. Now, you know, as I know, that Christmas is in December every single year. And that you may want to buy stuff for friends and family. And even for little old you, right? You want to buy stuff when Christmas comes around. Or maybe you're buying things for the house to fix up and that kind of stuff, right? So what's my suggestion? Save towards it so you don't have to get into debt next November. So come January, and January is a pretty long month, come January, you decide, hey, I'm going to put aside this much money each month or week, depending on your pay, your pay period, right? So that I have money in November that I can use for Cyber Monday, that I can use for Black Friday, okay? So that's, that's, that's a great tip there. Speaking of tips, I actually want to give you three tips to getting out of debt, okay? So we'll start with first one, squeeze more savings out of your budget by reducing utility costs or the grocery bill. Now, I know I talked about grocery bill last week, right? And it's getting tougher and tougher to do this part in terms of reducing the grocery bill, right? Because the prices are increasing and we still need the food, right? But maybe we can reduce the utility bill. Like, for example, a few years ago, I saw our cable bill and there was another carrier who was offering something cheaper. So we switched, right? And we saved money on that bill. Uh, secondly, and my second tip here, make some extra money with a side hustle doing something you're good at. So we can actually make extra money, right? Now, I'm not saying go crazy where your side hustle takes you away from church or takes you away from time with your, your kids and all that kind of stuff. No, we, we need to be, it needs to be manageable, right? Maybe a few hours a week that we fit into our schedule, but we make some extra money so we can pay the debt off. And then the, the third tip, well, this is really, this tip is about how to do it. So pay off debt using the debt snowball method. And this method instructs you to list your debts from smallest to largest and pay off the little ones first. So this was actually the method that we used 
in tackling the debt that we had. Um, I, I wish I had found this out a whole lot earlier. We, we could have been further along. But I believe that this method, one, it works for me, and I believe it will work for you. So when we think about Cyber Monday, Black Friday, going forward, let's not think about that, right? Because we're not going to use that to finance that stuff. What we're going to do is we're going to save the money so that when that time comes, we'll have the money. But if you have any debt from Black Friday, Cyber Monday, my encouragement is get it paid off. Well, that's all I have for you today. I hope you join me for my next episode along with your friends and your family. Please let others know how to find the podcast, get the help that they need as well. This is Kino Hanna, your boy, signing off, saying, check you later.